Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another meditation episode with me, Jeremiah. I've been, if you've been listening to the podcast, uh, I've been promising this one for a while. This is going to be a episode uh, or a meditation or really just a, a lesson for beginners, but also it's a really wonderful reminder for even people who have been meditating for a while. I'm just going to go through some tips and things to keep in mind while you meditate. Um, and ideally, you know, for people who have never, never meditated before, this will be a helpful beginning for you. Um, kind of an honor of the eclipse season that we're experiencing right now. A lot of endings happening and new beginnings. So maybe this will be the beginning of your meditation practice. Um, I highly encourage meditation to everyone. But uh, as you might be aware from listening to other episodes, I don't push it on people because it really is something that um, has to come to you intrinsically, internally. So if you're watching this video, there's a good chance your soul is ready. <laughs> your soul is ready to learn meditation. It's an immensely powerful tool. And um, I'll just give you like a brief uh the history of like how I got into it. Feel free to skip forward if you want. If you're not interested, you just want to get to the nitty gritty. But for those who may not know me or be familiar with the podcast, I've been meditating now for, I believe this is the 10th year. I think it was either 2012 or 2013 when I started. And it was ironically, um, I was working at a uh, internet startup company, um, if you're familiar, Etsy. And uh, it was a very stressful job. And ironically, they offered meditation classes because I think they knew it was a pretty stressful job. So um, for me, meditation definitely came into my life from a place of sheer necessity. I was literally experiencing physical symptoms of stress, like breaking out into hives and stuff. And uh, I'd never, ever experienced that before. Um, so it was just a wake-up call for me. Um, so you might be experiencing that wake-up call now, uh, whether it's looking at the insanity that's online all the day um, or you know, just feeling kind of the energy right now is very intense or you know, if you're going through an intense experience with a loved one, um, meditation is an unbelievable tool unbelievable tool. And my meditation journey has just been um, kind of indescribable. I, it's shifted me completely in only good ways, only good ways. Um, and I really hope I can share that experience with you with um, some of these tips and tricks. So um, just a little bit more background. Uh, when I studied meditation at Etsy, my teacher was actually taught by someone named Alan Wallace. Uh, and he uh, is a Buddhist monk who actually worked closely with uh, the Dalai Lama for a number of years, might still actually work with him. And um, I'll link all this uh, in the show description. Um, and the technique I'm going to be sharing is called shamatha meditation. Uh, and I'm just going to check my notes here for a second. So it's basically quiescence um, meditation or calming meditation. Um, there are other meditation practices out there. Some of you may know transcendental meditation. Um, and, you know, there's some other ones. Um, and obviously there's like the walking meditations and, 
eating meditations. And um, I'll also link a really wonderful uh, guide that the New York Times just recently posted not too long ago around the time that Celine and I had our meditation episode. So meditation is in the air. I think more and more people are realizing how important and necessary it is to navigate our current situation, um, particularly in America, but also around the world. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. Um, let's start with, uh, just let's see yeah okay let's start here so i i I love this proverb the zen proverb um which is you should sit in meditation for 20 minutes every day unless you're too busy then you should sit for an hour so i think it's um just one common misconception is this idea that meditation has to be this two hour long painful thing where you're uncomfortably sitting in the, you know, uh, cross-legged position and you're just like dying to finish it. Um, meditation is a practice. It does take time to get better at like really anything else in life, but you can start really small. And I actually encourage people to start small. Actually, also, when I was learning meditation in this class, we would start the class and it was kind of a surprise. We didn't know what we were going to get. There were literally classes where we just did one minute. And those are amazing tools and techniques to just get you into a new frame of mind, a new state of being, um, to just start becoming aware, to start becoming presence. And I'm sure there's a lot of uh, opinions out there about what's the goal of meditation. What are you here to learn? What are you here to, uh, accomplish? Um, it's a very Western way of looking at things like what's the end goal? Like, how am I going to achieve this meditation practice? And it's really not just a practice. It's a way of living. It's a way of changing the way you experience life. It's a way of being, it's shifting your being into a new perspective. And the way I look at it and the way I was taught with shamatha meditation is the ideal state, what you're trying to reach is complete calm awareness. So you're completely aware, you're not falling asleep, and you're completely calm. Your mind isn't racing everywhere. And that's really mindfulness. That's just being completely calm, completely aware, and present in this moment. And as you practice your meditation, uh, you'll come to see how crucial that is in your life to get out of what's called the monkey mind, um, which I don't know how many people have heard that phrase, but it's basically the idea that your mind is essentially a monkey kind of swinging from branch to branch or from thought to thought. That's what your mind does. Um, And unfortunately, most people are kind of run by their mind. The mind is the master of their domain, of their psyche, of their experience. And the reality is the mind is not you. You are actually the master over that mind. You are the God inside. And that mind is just a tool it's not you. 
So I think that's a really important perspective to keep aware of while we practice meditation is you're going to start to experience life in such a way that you are not your mind. You are yourself and your mind is a tool to help you experience life. The mind is an amazing thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's incredibly important to forecast you know, future events or to think about past events in order to get you on your way, but it's not you. And so this meditation practice will help you get out of that and take a break from it because it's exhausting. And as someone who I would... I, I will say, uh, used to have an incredibly overactive mind that would hijack, literally hijack my body. Um, the change is exceptional and life-changing. So um, just something to, to be aware of, something, you know, if you get discouraged to, to be aware of. And um, it's, uh, while... I think it's really a practice that is something to do for life. Um, you know, honor what your needs are. Uh, but I will say, and I mean, you've seen the research, the kind of goals in air quotes of meditation include that, what I just said in terms of not letting the mind rule you, you rule the mind, realizing that you are not your mind. And then also, helping with stress, which is essentially the same thing. Um, if anyone is familiar with Eckhart Tolle, um, his work and talking about the power of now, um, meditation is an amazing way to get to you to that place of the now and to release that pain body, um, release that, like I was saying earlier, that constant forecasting or reminiscing and the inability to be present. Um, it's also really good for focus and time management. Um, you know, you see a lot of like management, <laughs> uh, retreats where they focus on meditation now because they realize it's really good for business. So, you know, you could also see the practical effects of, uh, meditation and how it can help you with work, um, help you with tasks, uh, whether around the house or around the workplace. And, um, I think another one that as a pretty big one is, and kind of tied to this idea around not being the mind, being you with a mind, is you start to enter a space of compassion for yourself and for others. You kind of get out of the mind space and into the heart space. And... Um, that might not make sense for some people. Um, they might not be energetically sense enough, sensitive enough to kind of really understand what that means. Um, but I, and I've been there because I remember hearing that and being like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And um, I think it does come with practice, with meditation, you start to become energetically more sensitive. And you will realize, and you will literally feel how you can shift your focal point from your you know, head to your heart. You can actually use your third eye too. Um, and that all comes just from like the ability to focus and release the mind and let the mind be a tool 
and let yourself be the ruler of your domain. Um, and that, that goes really far. I mean, in terms of like increasing compassion, <laughs> um, and also eliminating biases, uh, you know, the mind is a dualistic receiver and perceiver. And when you start meditating and being, you're able to start to transcend this dualistic way of looking at the world, us versus them, the other, all of these concepts that are just perpetuated in our media system, in our social media system, you know, everywhere and start to see beyond this dualistic way of looking black and white, this or that, us or them. Um, massive, massive shift in perspective. And finally, at least for me, um, and all these are true for me, but also like, it just gives you a break. Um, you know, it's exhausting sometimes living in this world. There's so much constant stimulation. Uh, it's, it's, just deafening the amount of information you're receiving all the time, ironically, while I give you this information, but hopefully it's information that's useful and will actually help you quiet that, that outside chatter and get back in touch with your inner voice because everyone has their own inner voice and it's incredibly hard to hear your inner voice when all you're hearing is outside voices. So those are some goals of meditation. Um, and I think the last thing I'm just going to say before we get into it is these are like going to be the, the main things to think about. Um, and now we're going to like kind of get into, you know, the guiding principles of Shamatha meditation. And from there we'll do maybe about 10 minutes or so. So with Shamatha meditation, the whole idea is you're, you're using the breath dynamic, so as I said before, kind of the, the, for lack of a better word, goal of meditation or, or where you're trying to get to in order to come back to yourself, come back to your own being and release that mind, let go of that mind, is um, to get to this calm awareness, to get to this calm presence. And we use the breath in order to do that. So you know, for those of you who know, when you breathe in there's a increase in awareness. You literally feel your eyes kind of wake up. You, your eyes open up. You feel you know, the air coming into your body, into your blood, right? And so when you're meditating, if you're starting to feel tired, focus on the inhalations. And what that's going to do is it's just going to naturally wake you up. You're just going to start to feel that energy and that awareness coming in. And the opposite of that is breathing out. Let's say your mind is just, you know, going a million miles an hour. Breathing out <sighs> relaxes you, releases anxiety, releases agitation. I mean, how many times do you sigh throughout the day, right? So the, a sigh is literally just... Oh, I'm just trying to release all of that energy that I just breathed in. So that dynamic of in and out, in and out, that is essentially what we're looking at. And my, I remember my teacher saying, it's kind of like a, 
like a, a tightrope walker, you know, you're, you really want to try and be as still as possible on that rope. And maybe you're too far to the left or too far to the right. And you use the breath dynamic. You use observing the breath dynamic as a way of getting to that place of equanimity. So that's really the primary um, tool we're going to use today, primary focal point, because um, this is one thing I kind of touched on with the monkey mind. And you hear this a lot now with meditation um, teachers and it's, I think it's pretty common now, you know, in the past there was this idea that meditation is there to stop the mind. You can't stop the mind. The mind goes, the mind goes, the mind goes, the mind goes. That's what it's there to do. What you can do is not be the mind is to actually let go of the mind. And that might sound a little esoteric and weird, but essentially you get to a place where the mind isn't what you're focusing on anymore the thoughts aren't the thing you're focusing on anymore. You're focusing on your presence, yourself. And so in order to do that, you need a focal point. Your mind actually does need something to focus on. And so by focusing on the breath, by focusing on this dynamic, it allows you to get to that place. Um, so that's what we're going to do today. But there are other focal points and that I have done some in the past. Um, Body scans are really um, common and popular where you kind of scan your body from top to bottom or bottom to top and that just like kind of gets you back into your body. And again, that's a way of giving the mind something to latch onto and bringing you into a state of awareness where you can essentially release that mind and just be. So body scanning is really wonderful. Um, another one is the belly which is really good. That's like a physical focal point related to the breath dynamic. And so that's like, uh, that was the first focal point that we actually used in our class. And um, the second one that we used was the tip of the nose. That's like kind of getting a little bit more into a playful territory. The, no the tip of the nose, it's kind of like a slippery, uh, a little bit more difficult. So that would, that would be something I would encourage people to focus on maybe like after a couple weeks of doing this. Um, and then the third one, the third focal point, which is a little bit more advanced is focusing on your mind. And now you're starting to get into kind of heady territory or really esoteric territory where how are you able to see your mind? How are you able to observe your own thoughts? That's proof positive that you're not your mind. And so it's that state of loving awareness that you hear Ram Dass talk about all the time or Jack Hornfield um, or all these Buddhist teachers, Sharon Salzberg, that place of loving awareness. By doing this meditation practice, you can get to that state. Um, okay, so that's, that's what we're going to be focusing on. Um, that's the, those are the focal points for you, but we're going to do the, the breath dynamic today, just focusing on the breath, literally focusing on seeing the air come in and seeing the air come out, feeling the air come in, feeling the air come out. Uh, just a couple other, other things to be aware of. Posture. So there's a few kind of guiding principles with posture. I think the biggest one is to find a comfortable position. Because there's nothing worse than particularly when you're starting out being uh, doing meditation than being really uncomfortable. You know, like your ankle hurting if you're doing cross-legged or like your knees or something. It's incredibly hard to 
be calm and relaxed in that state. Ironically, those pain points can actually become incredibly useful focal points for meditating. So you can kind of flip it and use it as a focal point. But obviously, you, you don't want to do this until the point of actually you know injury or anything. So the first rule with posture, the first thing to really be aware of with posture is be in a relaxed state. Find a relaxing place to be. So that could either be lying down. It could be sitting up in an upright chair. It could be sitting on a floor, being cross-legged. Just one thing to note about sitting on the floor is you want to make sure your hips are above your knees. That tends to be a main source of pain for a lot of people. And it's way more comfortable. That's why you have these meditation cushions, which raise your hips above the knees. If your knees are above your hips, you're going to start to feel pain in your hips and your knees. So um, that's why you see those, those cushions all the time. And I would say that besides the being relaxed and comfortable is also just to be fully able to access your breath, fully able to access your lungs. You don't want to sit, you know, upright or, um, even, you know, lying down, like kind of crouching. Um, it's gonna affect the way you experience things. It's okay. You know, after time, maybe you slouch a little bit. It's natural. It happens. Don't beat yourself up about it. But ideally, you want to kind of start from a nice, stable position. Um, so lying down is pretty straightforward. You know, if you want, you can put a little pillow um, underneath your head or underneath your knees. Um, just one thing to be aware of with lying down. It's a great, great posture. Just make sure you don't fall asleep. That's why most people who meditate tend to do it sitting upright. That just is a way of making sure you stay aware. Um, and then if you're, if you're going to sit in an upright chair, just make sure your feet are firmly on the ground and your spine is kind of stacked and you know, you're kind of sitting with a uh, full posture, um, making sure that the curve, the lower curve of the back of your spine is actually curved and it's not bending outwards. You want it kind of straight or not straight, but like curved inwards. So you feel your full, your full posture. And lastly, before we get into it, um, the amount of time, which I kind of touched on before. So honestly, any length is good. I will literally sometimes I actually have like, the, you know, an iPhone with a breathe app and it, it'll just like ping me like one minute and I'll just do a minute and it'll just be a, a wonderful reset. Um, I do think if you're starting out as a beginner, I would say 10 minutes is a good place to start. Feel free to, you know, make variations off of that, whatever is available to you. But again, if you remember the Zen proverb, like if you're too busy for 20 minutes, do an hour. It's really true. You could make the time. And if you're watching this video, you're making the time. And that's honestly like half the battle right there. Um, another thing just to be aware of with time is as you start meditating, you're going to start to become more aware. You're going to start to become more present. And this is something I've also said on the podcast a few times that I think Alan Wallace um, said, which is, Every breath is a meditation. 
So you start to shift this perspective that meditation is some kind of special thing and you start to realize that meditation is just a way for you to get back into being present, to being really who you are, who you were before, and, you know, Yiddish is this word mishigas is like kind of all sorts of crap gets uh, applied into you um, and you, you think you become the mind again. Every breath is a meditation. So with that said, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to set my timer. I use insight, insight timer and I'm going to um, link, link all of these resources for you so you have them. But I'm going to set insight timer for 10 minutes and just want to encourage everyone to now find your Find your comfortable position, whether that's lying down, if you're sitting upright, just make sure you're not slouching too much. Also, you know, have your chin kind of a little bit tucked. Um, it's not great to have it up like this. It actually is more relaxing if your uh, chin is a little bit tucked. And, you know, if you're sitting on the floor or cross-legged, just make sure that your hips are elevated so you're comfortable. Oh yeah, I'm going to do one more thing. And this is a, these are just a couple of really great tools to help you kind of get in the zone. So I don't know where you are right now, if you've been cruising, watching a lot of YouTube, or you're trying to take a break from work. But if I'm catching you in the middle of the day, or even at the end of the day, and you're just kind of like agitated, or there's a lot going on, or even waking up in the morning, you had a bad dream or something... Um, just like shake it out, just shake out your hands, shake out your legs, just kind of like, uh, release, release that energy, release, 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 just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. You can also right, breathe out, do that. And then I'm going to show you one other technique. And this is something I learned from the, um, art of living. I don't know if people are familiar with art of living, but it's an organization that also teaches meditation and does really wonderful work on it. And they have a really great breathing practice. So, um, this is just to get you into that breath and it's, um, a really nice breathing practice to almost recycle the air. So when you start the breathing practice, you almost feel like you're at this like nice clean slate. So basically you raise your arms up, you're sitting up nice and tall. And every time you raise your arms up, you breathe in and then you breathe out, breathe in. So every time I'm raising my hands up, I'm breathing in, every time I'm raising my hands down, I'm breathing out. And for those who don't um, see me, if you're just listening, when my hands are raising up, I'm opening my hands. And when I'm bringing my hands down besides my shoulders, I'm making them into a fist. And there's probably YouTube videos on this for people too. It's called Art of Living. And it's just a really good exercise doing like about 20 rounds, just in through the nose, out through the mouth. At your own pace. And that's a wonderful tool if you just need to really recycle the air. And what it, it's really a, like a, um, a a breathing technique that you start to feel your, your you know you, you 
tingling in your in your legs and your arms because you're literally just taking out all of that kind of dead air and you know how many times do we really breathe fully throughout the day this allows you to like i said get you back to that place all right enough talking <laughs> here we go so again sit in a comfortable position lie in a comfortable position uh, i prefer doing my eyes closed um, you can also have your eyes slightly open kind of looking about three to six feet ahead of you I find closed is just more comfortable. Blocking out the visual um, stimuli really helps you focus in. Um, but if you're not comfortable with that, just kind of gently lowering your eyes and letting your gaze kind of go ahead of you. So last words, um, just focusing on your breath. That's it. That's all we're going to do. I'm not going to talk. This isn't going to be a guided meditation. I'm going to give you 10 solid minutes. Focus on the breath in and focus on the breath out. And if you're feeling agitated, focus more on the breath out. Feel that relaxing energy. Feel the relaxation. Feel your body relax as you breathe out. And if you're, breath you know, you're tired and you feel like you need to wake up a little bit, Focus on that breath in. Feel the cool, calming energy that enters your lungs and feel it kind of run through your veins. And that's going to wake you up. And hopefully you'll get to a nice little spot. So, here we go.
All right. Welcome back. So I just want to say a couple more things. Feel free to stop here if you're done and good to go. But for those who just want some last thoughts, haha. The first thing I would say is be kind to yourself if this is your first time meditating or, you know, you haven't done it in a while and you're coming back to it. Just be kind to yourself. It's not easy to stay focused on your breath for 10 minutes. I, I couldn't even stay focused for 10 minutes. The whole idea is to come back to the breath, gently let go of whatever thought it was, come back to the breath, let go of the thought, come back to the breath. And as you do that, that muscle, that meditation muscle, that awareness muscle gets stronger. And like anything else, some days are better than others. Some days are worse than others. There are days where you're going to have really amazing experiences and there are days where it may not go that great. But the more you do and if you can be more consistent with it, you're going to see the benefits pay off even if you're not 100% able to stay focused on the breath. Another thing... Uh, which I just said, uh, basically, but it does get easier over time. And um, <laughs> I think my teacher said this, you start to taste the sweet feeling of relaxation. Uh, you forget how not relaxed you are <laughs> throughout the day. And I don't know about you, but um, the people I've spoken to who our regular meditators, they really look forward to meditating. It's um, almost exciting to have that time set aside. So it's like your, your little mini vacation. And uh, yeah, as I said before, I think 10 minutes is a great place to start. If that's too tough, try one to five minutes. Um, there's plenty of resources out there. I'll link a bunch below in the show description, wonderful timers and guided meditation. And, uh, you know, the last thing I would say is I don't know if meditation is for everyone. It might not be your thing. You might not get into it and you kind of need to do something else, whether that's, you know, an artistic pursuit of some kind or an activity of some kind, you know, walking or running that those are also meditative. Um, it is not the same as being still. And I do think there's something singular to the experience of being still. This is something Selena and I talked about in the last episode, but, um, you know, do what feels right for you and just keep going, just keep going and trust. Um, and be, be kind to yourself and also be proud of yourself for making the time to do this for yourself because it's immensely important and you'll see the benefits in the long run. Um, so that's it. Uh, Selene and I have a really exciting episode planned soon for you next week. And I will be interviewing this individual later this week. And we're really excited for that. So we hope you tune in and 
just really hope you're able to use this information and start your meditation practice or strengthen it if you've got it going already. So, so much love, so much love to each and every one of you who's listening or watching right now. And just know all is well. We are all love through thick and thin. We are all love. Namaste.